Missouri transfer portal news abounds with men's basketball, women's basketball, and football. Also, Dennis Gates' salary may have leaked out a little bit early, and also more observations from the black and gold football game coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. Thanks for making Locked on Mizzou your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get finer podcasts, including over on YouTube. Thanks for telling a friend as always. And boy, the transfer portal takes a little bit of getting used to. Of course, people have been transferring for decades, right? But not at this clip and certainly without seemingly any consequence. But as a content creator, especially, I got to do five a week often, right? Plenty for me to talk to. So let's start, obviously, with Trevin Brazil and Javon Pickett both putting their names into the transfer portal. Along with the women's basketball team, you've got Asia Blackwell in the transfer portal now, along with Ladasia Williams, and yes, even the football team as well. Snoop Zaquan Reeves, who didn't get a lot of action, if any significant action at all, for the football team last year. Cornerback from Flor- from the state of Florida. Well, apparently he's entering the portal as well. But here's the thing. Here's something that a lot of fans need to understand because, again, a lot of this is new. Entering your name into the transfer portal is sort of like becoming a free agent. So if you're a St. Louis Cardinals fan, a a Royals fan, maybe a Chiefs fan, oh, God, Tyreek Hill. Okay, don't get me started. I'm I'm about to get sidetracked here. But seriously, it is like being a free agent in that, okay, now I can legally listen to other offers. Doesn't mean I'm leaving. I could easily come back and sign a long-term deal. But like in pro sports, you can't talk to other teams, at least legally, without being without being in, at risk of being caught for tampering, right? So to me, there's a lot of different levels of concern here. To me, obviously, you've got to be concerned if Trevin Brazil puts his name into the portal. But at the same time, I think there's still a pretty good chance he comes back to Missouri. Number one, he is a Missouri kid. He's from Springfield. He seems to have grown up with an affinity for Missouri. That obviously helps. I think even bigger, though, the fact that he apparently has a previous relationship with Coach Dennis Gates because one of the three Division I scholarship offers, well, just happened to be Missouri along with another team and Cleveland State, obviously where Coach Gates came from. So that previously existing relationship has to make me think Missouri has a good chance here. And you know what? Speaking of new realities, well, you enter your name into free agency via the portal these days, and you can listen to actual offers. Not just what the school has to provide, but perhaps what some of the alumni base has to provide you in terms of name, image, and likeness money. So if you're Trevor in Brazil, hey, I'm a young college kid. Let's see what's out there. I'm obviously a much higher, I'm obviously much more in demand after my freshman season than I was in high school. So, hey, this is a new world for me. 
let's explore this. Let's, it's, let's see what's out there. And you know what? Missouri fans, all you alums out there have a few, a few dollars. You're interested in getting into this NLI pool. Well, Hey, Trevin Brazil's the one guy on the Missouri roster. I think you want to keep above all else. Now, moving on to Javon Pickett, I think since Javon has played his four years at Missouri, could technically obviously take one more COVID year, his free year that everybody got. That's why Mark Smith took another year, for instance, at Kansas State. I think it's very, very, very likely, if not 100% likely, that Javon Pickett moves on. It just seems like for as much as he had bought in on the Conzo Martin program, number one, but all of his friends are basically going to be gone now, right? Save for, for Kobe Brown. For the guys that he had played with for all these years, Jeremiah Tillman, whether it's Xavier Pinson, Mitchell Smith, you know, all these guys have moved on now. So perhaps I could easily see Javon wanting to try to get back in the NCAA tournament for another year. Maybe even if it's an off-the-bench piece on a really good team because I think if he's that, he could really be a helpful player for about anybody in the country. So he should have some options for sure. Now, moving to the women's basketball team, heck, Asia Blackwell, you know, she's about as big of a name outside of the revenue sports as you're going to get at Missouri. So that's obviously disappointing to see and – since this is a, a quote-unquote non-revenue sport, well, the sort of, hey, let's listen to the name, image, and likeness stuff, maybe that's less of a factor for Asia. I just have to think that maybe she's had it with Missouri at this point. Now, this is based on no inside information whatsoever. This is just my own intuition here based on all the knowledge I've gathered about her, the, the women's team, everything I've watched the last few months, and just knowing sports in general – it just seems like the Blackwell and Missouri thing started to run its course at the end of the season. Not only have a lot of fans been saying ever since Missouri beat South Carolina, upset the number one team in the country at Mizzou Arena without Blackwell, there's been whispers that, oh, well, well what if they're better? What if they're better without Blackwell? And whether you believe that or not, and I frankly don't believe that at all, I think that's a little bit absurd. I don't see a ton of evidence for that other than one basically fluke game where Missouri happened to beat South Carolina. How can you say that? That just doesn't make any sense. And number two, most importantly, Blackwell hears all of this. These kids these days, I'm telling you, you think if, if Kevin Durant is hearing everything that people say about him on Twitter and getting online and clapping back at people with his burner account. Well, I'm telling you right now, gals on the women's basketball team at Missouri, it's a lot smaller of a circle. So they're hearing everything everybody says, whether it's being said to them directly or not. Considering what a great season she had this year statistically, I could see why she's maybe not a big fan of getting blamed for the Tigers' downfall. Who could really blame her? And frankly, I still think Robin Pinchton made a big mistake by by basically continuing to punish her. Yeah, okay, sit her out for a game because she messed up. Or two games, what, whatever you think it is. But to then not play her her full load of minutes, to not start her, to not play her at all down the stretch and in overtime of that game that in retrospect you obviously needed to win to get in the NCAA tournament – but at the time, everybody knew Missouri was on the bubble. For all the bluster from Pinchton and a lot of other people saying, oh, we're a tournament team, we should make the tournament anyway, after that Arkansas ball game, 
you just can't leave it that close and up to the committee. Let's say the committee's wrong. Fine. You still shouldn't leave it up to them. Right? Do what, control what you can control. And this idea that, well, you know, it wouldn't have been fair to the other gals because, well, we couldn't, we've been playing without Blackwell for what, a week or something like that? That's absurd. It'd have been one thing if they hadn't played Blackwell, if she hadn't played the entire season like Michael Porter Jr. did a few years ago and then just suddenly showed up in March. That's hard to adjust to. Frankly, it was much harder for the team to adjust to Blackwell playing 12 minutes and not down the stretch. That was something that the team hadn't done all season. But regardless, if you're Asia, if you're Asia Blackwell, I'd be really surprised almost if she came back at this point. I hope she does, but this one, unlike Trevin Brazil, where I'm cautiously optimistic he's going to come back, I think Asia Blackwell is bye-bye. And coming up, word may have leaked out what Dennis Gates' salary compensation is going to be at Missouri. And let's talk about that. But first, did you know that March Madness starting up tomorrow? Yeah, of course you knew. You've been waiting on pins and needles since Sunday, if you're like me. Well, you know what? If your brackets are in shambles, here's the good news. You can hedge your bets, start over again tomorrow with one of Stat Hero's NCAA single-game pick'em contests. You see, you get some of the star players of the sport against each other in a great hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Who do you think is going to have the better stats? It's really as simple as that. You have control. Unlike the odds makers in a lot of different places, you're in control. Wherever you have the edge, you go for it. So you know what? Stat Hero, definitely the easiest and fastest way to get your sports fix this weekend. This is what Daily Fantasy was meant to be. So sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on promo code locked on terms and conditions apply and by built bar the greatest protein bar ever conceived by any human beings or possibly any sentient being in the universe realistically well you know what i have another thing to tell you about from built bar have you tried puffs well, if you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting offerings because Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. That's right. You heard me correctly. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors from churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, Oh, yeah, come on. You got to check them out. These are going to be your new favorites. So go to built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Once again, promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Once again, thanks for making Locked On Mizzou your first listen. And, you know, we finally got a little bit of information. On Dennis Gates and his apparent salary compensation, the word out of Cleveland is that Gates is going to be getting six years, about $16 million total annual value. So not quite what Conzo Martin got, which which seems fair. About $2.5 million average annual value versus $3 million for Conzo a few years ago. That seems fair. It really does. But 
At the same time, I'm, I'm glad that it wasn't too low. I don't want to send the message to the rest of the conference that Missouri is playing cheap as far as basketball goes. Now, hopefully a decent pool for the assistants as well, because that's going to be key, because here's the thing. I've noticed so many Mizzou fans, sort of the naysayers online, who obviously don't follow the rest of college basketball all that closely, which is fine, by the way, but maybe just keep your stupid opinions to yourself at a certain point. But it's like, oh, the reaction is basically, oh, another no-name. Missouri hires a no-name. And as I broke down yesterday, guess what? The rest of the SEC, well, those coaches basically hired no names too, with the exception of Georgia, who hired Mike White, who obviously Florida had gotten sick of. But to be fair, Dennis Gates is not the type of coach that is going to move the needle year one in terms of exciting the casual fan base or selling season tickets for that matter. I'll agree with that. But you know what, Will? You know what will get the casual fan base excited and may sell you at least a few extra season tickets? Players. And that's where these assistant coaches come in. That's where this is important. And that's obviously where Gates' own ability as a recruiter is absolutely paramount. Because as much as I'm not a huge fan of just the amount, the overall volume of transferring happening in college basketball, well, it sure makes for plenty to talk about in the offseason, number one. But more importantly, for all of you listening, it makes a Missouri turnaround next season much more likely. Who knows the type of players that Gates is going to be able to land this offseason? With, again, with the amount of players, the amount of volume in the portal, there's a lot of talent out there. Who Missouri's going to get, I have absolutely no idea at this point. I just know that there are tons and tons of opportunities out there. And really, when it comes to big-name coaches, realistically, the only guy out there was Sean Miller. That I, I definitely said early in the process that I thought Missouri should at least consider Sean Miller. Kick the tires on him. And really, if a little bit of chicanery is the main reason that Missouri's going to stay away, well, I sort of encourage them to maybe live on the edge a little bit more. But interestingly, though, Sean Miller of ultimately going back to college basketball and going back to Xavier, where he coached several years ago. And, well, if you look at Xavier, kind of an interesting case the last four years. They've finished, if you look at the Ken Pomeroy rankings nationally, they've finished between 44th and 60th each of the past four years. But no NCAA tournament appearances, and that includes the COVID year where they wouldn't have made the field. So... And also no winning conference records during that time either. So again, the Ken Pomeroy stuff can be a little bit misleading at times. You, you look at those Pomeroy rankings and you think, oh boy, they made a big mistake for moving on from Travis Steele. But then you say, oh wait, they didn't have a single winning record in conference during that time? Especially by Xavier standards, that's not very good at all. Look at their previous history the past 15, 20 years. They're practically making the tournament every year and often making a solid run. So really, if you want to complain that Missouri should have taken a more serious look at Sean Miller, well, that's that's fine. I wouldn't even necessarily argue with you on that point. But the reality is, it's apparent that Missouri didn't really want to go there, and I'm not sure that Sean Miller was particularly interested in Missouri as well. Unclear, and maybe they should have pushed harder. If you want to say that, I think that's a totally fair point. You know, again, it's hard to really gauge how much 
those potential NCAA violations, whatever it is that may be coming Sean Miller's way. At first, I was dismissive of it. After Will Wade at LSU got axed recently, though, it's harder to be dismissive of that. So I don't really, to be perfectly frank, I don't totally know how to how to calculate all of that in terms of just risk versus reward. But obviously, the Musketeers of Xavier thought it was worth a shot. And coming up, another name hits the transfer portal for the Tiger football team and obviously got some more thoughts on the black and gold game as promised. But first, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. And I tell you, with just the number of makes and models out on the road these days, there's no way your local chain store or your auto parts store is going to be able to stock everything you could possibly need. Well, why endure the often pointless or sometimes intimidating questions from that gruff guy behind the counter when you can just go to your own computer. Guess what? That's what that guy's doing anyway. He's typing stuff into a computer. Well, go to rockauto.com. Yours, yours, use, excuse me, your computer or mobile device and find exactly what they need with their really easy to use website. I promise you, you're going to be able to figure this one out. No problem. You're going to check out, get exactly what you need. And when you do, when you go to rockauto.com to see all the parts available for your vehicle, please write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com You may recall a couple months ago that Cody Schrader, the Division II rushing leader last year, who actually played at Truman State, obviously, just north of Columbia here in Kirksville. Well, he rushed for over 2,000 yards, 25 touchdowns last year. And, you know, frankly, when I first heard that, I thought, okay, that's a cool story. You know, it seems like, uh, yeah, interesting story, interesting player for sure. That's cool that he's taken his talents down to Mizzou. But, after watching the spring game, I, I think he's not just a, a cute story at this point. I think this kid really has a chance to play this fall for the Tigers. And that's not just based on my opinion. That's based on how he was used in the spring game because he was used as one of the top three or four running backs in that ball game. He, it wasn't as though he was just got in the last few minutes when it was essentially all walk-ons all the time. And you know what? So far, he really looked the part. Some impressive hard-nosed running by Cody Schrader and, you know, an impressive start for him. So I don't want to, obviously you don't want to take too much away from a spring scrimmage, but I think he's got a real shot to play. I'll just put it that way. Now, moving to obviously the, the portal side of the field, a little bit disappointing to see Zaquan Reeves in the, in the portal. I liked him coming out of high school as a defensive back from Florida, but obviously he didn't get any significant action this year. So it seems like he's going to be moving on. But at the same time, as I've pointed out earlier in the show, hey, as a free agent, you can always come back. Nothing is final, that's for sure. But the way Missouri is definitely in the market for JT Daniels, the former Georgia quarterback, among other people, I think Missouri definitely is looking to add players. So Zaquan Reeves, since he's entering the portal, I just don't expect him back. That's just my intuition. 
Now, obviously, Luther Burden was the lead for Missouri when it comes to just the entire scrimmage, I would say, but also the receiving core in general, obviously. But I thought there were several other positives. Now, most notably, Dominic Lovett had a big statistical game. And you know what? It sounds like he's just going to be manning the slot position mostly, according to Eli Drinkwitz this year. He sort of blamed himself for putting a little bit too much on the true freshman's plate last season. So hopefully with a full season, a full off season, I should say, and spring and all that stuff under his belt, a full season of actually playing college football, I really think we'll see a big season from Dominic Lovett this year too. Also, True freshman Makai Miller has obviously been overshadowed a bit by Luther Burden, but he had one very nice catch in traffic down the sidelines at one point. I've heard lots of good things about his potential upside. I also thought Chance Looper looked really impressive on the outside, too. Now, while I just said Lovett has been working the slot exclusively this spring for the most part. Looper was mostly a slot receiver as well the last two years at Missouri. So I thought it was interesting to see him looking a little bit thicker, by the way, looking like he was in very good shape with some positive weight put on his body. And he was basically playing exclusively on the boundary. So if we're going to start burden on one outside, love it on one inside, well, you need one more outside guy for sure. So it could be a decent battle for snaps between Towski Dove and Chance Looper, quite possibly, among other players, for that last spot on the outside. But those two guys are the first two I'm looking at for sure. And by the way, before we get out of here on JT Daniels, all indications are the visit went very well from from everybody's perspective, from Missouri's perspective, from Daniel's perspective, but all indications are that he's still going to take a visit to West Virginia and not actually make up his mind for maybe a couple more months because he's going to finish out this last semester at Georgia, enjoy some college life a little bit, it sounds like, and well, frankly, I can't blame him for that whatsoever, so whether JT Daniels is here or not, still after coming out of the spring game, I'm feeling even a little bit more confident with Brady Cook, despite one really bad interception, one bad decision in the end zone. But otherwise, I thought Cook really looked the part, and it was kind of cool to see Missouri throw the ball downfield a little bit more than they had in the past with Cook and Tyler Macon, of course, against a defense that was definitely ravaged by guys who were sitting out with injuries who are covering maybe just precautionary stuff too but either way some encouraging signs for Missouri football in very limited action so with all that being said thanks for making this show your first listen now make your second listen locked on NFL draft Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL draft to life every weekday with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's, of course, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So until then, until next time, I'm John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.